position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which Everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales. But if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive. And you will be rewarded. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode 132 of the Best Linux Games podcast being recorded for you on this, the 8th of May, Monday, a little late, uh, 2017, 17.35 p.m. Pacific Time, also known as 5.35 Pacific Time. I've worn Molina, crack engineer over there. Oh, that would make it for you sequel. Fans, fans of rational daytime uh, formats. Twenty seventeen, uh, what oh five oh eight? Um, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth uh, says hello. Uh, he's holding up the whiskey sign. Ivor, you know what it's time for? You're fired. Uh, the audience says goodbye to you. And they're mad at me, and their faces are red and angry, and they're angry at me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good whiskey, good drink, good drink to you, my friend. Hell uh, yeah, they're mad and angry. Get the fuck out of the building, Ivor. Anyway, Ivor has yet to do anything that pisses me off. Well, let's get to our top stories. That has not stopped me from firing him, by the way. You are fired. I'm not kidding. It's for real, Ivor. Uh, let's get to our top stories. 
Sorry we're late um, this week, but uh, I've been very fucking busy with other things and with a lot of different games that I've been having problems with. Uh, So, top stories. This week, we're late. The column from last week, it's... If it appears, it'll... We're just gonna roll it into next next week's show. We'll just have... We'll pretend that there was a column last week. There was no column last week. Uh, no time. No time for it. So, that's the first thing. Column will be delayed. Uh, this week, uh, in our top stories, we have a feature for you, which is our first impressions of everything. A game that's very hard to talk about. Um, the name of the game is Everything. So, that's the only time I'm going to say that. So, be clear. What's the name of the game that it, we're going to be talking about in our feature? The name of the game is Everything. What things? Everything. That's what I'm trying to find out. What's the name of the game? Everything. What about everything? That's the name of the game. That's what I'm asking you. Third base. So, um, also, finally in our top stories, this week we have no new and noteworthy titles for you. Um, there have been a couple of games that have come out that um, Gloom, for instance, but I haven't been able to get to work with a controller yet, so I don't even know if it ranks in our new and noteworthy. It has a nice visual style, and I can't wait to play it, but I'm not going to talk about a game when I can't play it with a controller when it's supposed to be played by a controller. Anyway, and there's not been much that's come out. So, apart from our feature, instead of having our new and noteworthy as per normal, we have a slightly engorged, luckily, Yes, I know, it's huge, isn't it? It's so engorged. Check your membership at the door before you engorge yourself. Oh, my member. Um, I'm all cracked. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Fuck you. Mother lecker. <laughs> yeah. We have a, luckily, we have an engorged deal section. Lots of good deals this week on titles that don't go on sale that often that are some of our favorite games. We got... How many deals we got, Ivor? Okay, good. Ivor's, like... He's just... What are you doing? He's... He's... Matt Damon. Yeah, okay. Um... It is I. Whoa! It holy shit. Farm. Seven? We have six or seven deals this week. They are really good. Only one of them is not one of my favorite games ever. So, Ivor, if you would be so good as to bring them into our featured segment. You're not going to do that, are you? I'm vamping for you to play the bumper. Oh, my God. It's a living. Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's Gotta Rick roll ya. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. Yeah, put that soldering iron down, Ivor. Okay, so thank you. So this week's feature is a game is every it's about a game called Everything. And ah Everything is one of the most difficult games that I've ever played in terms of like trying to talk about it in a journalistic or you know casual friendly approachable hello this is Hobart Lipschultz your friendly neighborhood radio announcer I like to talk to you 
about a product. And it's a very personal favorite of mine. I'd like to talk to you over here. I'd like to talk to you about food. Now, about everything. In this context, it is difficult to talk about everything. Why? Because there's so much of it. And yet there's also so little of it. So, first of all, I'm going to describe the game a little bit. I've played an hour and a half of this. First of all, to call it a game may or may not, depending on you know, your psycholinguistic nerdosity fucking classification compulsiveness academic, pseudo-academic factor that might that might fill you with some ire to, to classify everything as a game. Everything is not very much of a game but that's kind of the point I wouldn't bring I wouldn't talk about everything if everything wasn't absolutely emblematic not, it's not like 100% emblematic but it, it, uh, we'll know like if I end up logging 100 hours in it which very easily I could do, I could see myself easily logging 100 hours in it there's not a lot of traditional gameplay in everything and generally these types of games which it, lately like if, if a game has a tag on it in the Steam store that or in like the descriptive uh, uh, self-written you know advertising blurb if any of those contain the word relaxing or like free form I'm generally over relaxing and free form I generally want a game but I am always interested and pleased and gratified to see the medium of the video game being used not just to tell stories, although that's always good, but to actually communicate experiences that could not be um, had by its intended audience in any other medium. And this is one of those things about the video game, because it is the most powerful and the most versatile and the most intimate um, when done well or done poorly it's most it's it's the most powerful medium of artistic expression and uh community and i think it's underutilized uh in that way everything is not a game that underutilizes the medium of the video game so here's the premise of everything and no i'm not kidding i'm just going to give you the bare bones of the premise i don't know if it's the same for everyone but from this is how it happened for me everything loads you press you, it works fine with a mouse um, and keyboard, it's not an intense game in fact, everything is has so little of a game in it, that if you don't like, actively um, touch or move the stick or the, the, the trackball, it has like a 20 second sleep timer, at which everything begins to play itself you can toggle that on and off and change that and everything is almost as fun. I like playing everything. I like being in, in control of everything. Yes, I know, Ivor, I have authority in narcissism, fascist, fucking Trump issues. There's an inner Trump in me. I, I know this. I prefer, I think that there's enough of an experience to be actively engaged in everything, but everything as like a screensaver or whatever, as like the world's greatest screensaver, quote unquote, you don't need a screensaver anymore, but as like an autonomous um, series of 
procedurally generated randomness that happens in a way that you can, you know, leave it there and you look up and all of a sudden everything is different throughout your day. I could totally see how I could leave everything running for 500 hours between now and next month. This time next month. I could totally see that if I didn't play any other game because I have it on Steam. And this is one of the weird things about everything is because I play it on Steam. I don't know if you can get it anywhere else and I did not check. Ivor was supposed to remind me to check. That means that I can't have... And this is what I would really like to have is everything running all the time unless really crucial to eliminate it on my machine while I play other games and do other things on my machine. But because it's in Steam, you can only have one game running at any given time. So you can't have like a game just like floating around in the background like wallpaper. But anyway, so everything loads, you press the A button or whatever, and there you are. You're in a world that is completely procedurally generated. It's like a four, it's like a it's like a Pixar, it's like an early Pixar style um, forest. So it's not that anything is necessarily low polygon or even low res. It's just this very rounded out semi-cartoony type of uh, visual style. You're in this forest. You quickly figure out that the forest extends to everywhere. You walk around. And first thing you realize is that as a cow, you don't walk around. And this almost killed the game for me. They didn't come up with like a run and walk cycle, like where the cows' uh, hoofs and la- and fetlocks and <laughs> horses have fetlocks. That's right, Lazaro. They didn't come up with like a walk cycle for. And if everyone starts as a cow, kind of sucked because like I I oh they almost lost me with this. Instead of like moving from point to point with. You know, I'm moving my moving my feet in a traditional animation. Um, first thing you notice is that, but when you move, you actually rotate, um, like a cube, like a like a Unity 3D engine uh, project. My first experiment with creating a movement controller, and instead of a ball, you have a cube. So you, you know, rotate end over end. So like, you you know, like you're stopping your feet are in the air. Doesn't matter. This kind of pissed me off because I was like, oh, wow, they didn't, they didn't fucking care about this game. This is, yeah, whatever. But I'll, I'll keep playing. Maybe it's just weird like that. And yes, it is just weird like that. So that's the whole game. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you run into some random things that say random things to you. Eventually you find a randomly placed thing that unlocks and explains the ability um, to one of the early abilities. The game is not complicated. Here are the only things that you can do in everything. You can become anything that is your size, anything that is lower than your size, but it has to be in like immediate vicinity of your size or anything that is bigger than your size in immediate vicinity. So for instance, 
A cow cannot become a skyscraper. A cow cannot instantly become, going down the other way, a cow cannot instantly become, um, you know, a tiny thing, like an ant. Beyond that, you can also, instead of shifting directly to a, th- a certain thing, once you get like an hour into the game, you start to realize that you're able to shift through not to just specific other things to be, because that's all you do in everything, is you be something. Go be something in everything. What can you be? Well, you can be everything. What do I mean by this? So, well, we'll get to that in a moment. The basic, quote-unquote, gameplay, the, 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 the things that you can do as anything are you can sing, which is like the way of whatever it is you are currently it's it abil- it's it's its ability to communicate like it's so like a a cow goes exactly i knew you could do it moo if there are other cows around the way they describe it is uh everything sings it sings to itself it sings to other everything else it sings to specific things it sings to unite things and to and to keep things separate from it that's almost verbatim what the game tells you. And so, like, at this point, I'm like, yeah, whatever, what the fuck? Is there a game here, or what? So, moo, walk around, moo. Then you discover other other things, like other animals, because, you know, you're a cow. And so you run into antelopes, horses, uh, gorillas, chimpanzees, monkeys, um, also wolves, different types of wolves, different types of antelopes, ipex, um, you know, blah blah, gorillas, you know, all all sorts of other things that are about cow sized, and then you run into some cows, and then you learn how to assemble a herd. In everything, you go around looking. If you like who you are, you go around looking for more of you. Then you press like the you press the button. There's only two buttons really in the entire game. It's I'm making it sound way more complicated than it. It's like X or something, but I get them backwards all the time. Press X when you see another cow, and that cow joins you. And so you now have a herd. And so you walk around finding other cows. At the top of the screen is like an objective ball, which the more of other things that you have of yourself at any given time points to more and more different places. There's no right or wrong place. No rhyme or reason, no punishment or benefit really to going towards any It's it, this is a real hippy dippy fucking, hey man like yeah, I know, just be one with the universe, you know the path, you know even though you can't see it, it's there and you can't, you don't even know it's there, because it exists and how do you know it exists because you'll know if you're following it at, at that point, my fist goes through the hippie's head. Anyway, and I, I studied to become a phenomenologist. I wanted to go to the Stanford... <laughs> anyway! <laughs> so I have, I'm a pretty... I'm, I'm a... You... <laughs> I know more about Jungian analysis than I would ever care to discuss with other people anymore in mixed company. And even me, with my... <laughs> my, um my somewhat <laughs> liberal soft science pseudoscience experiential approach <laughs> to uh, 
this uh, bam my fist goes right through the hippie's head so you but if you gather enough of yourself the little directional ball will glow white which means like literally there is nowhere to go because you have so many of yous all of their destinies are pointing in all these different ways but they're still following you you still you create a heart then when you moo, 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 and when you sing, other creatures, depending on all the other creatures that you run into, whenever you sing, whenever you sing, whenever you sing, um, cre- everything around you will react to it in some way. Some more subtle, some more obvious, some have emoticons that pop up, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you gather a bunch of yourselves. In fact, you know what? Yeah, but, but yeah, okay, cool. I, I know ten more minutes of this, you know, blah. I, anyway, then you learn the mechanic of becoming other things, and you can do this at any time, any place, so long as there are other things. And what does that mean in terms of this game? What qualifies as other thing? everything? So. That means after your first 15 minutes of, you know, getting the hang of the game, if there is a hang to get, and if there is, if you think there is one and you haven't gotten it yet, you're never going to get the hang, man. <laughs> but all of this, like, I'm, I'm making fun of the game as if it comes at you espousing these beliefs or whatever. It doesn't. It's like totally. It's it it's totally cool and just interesting enough to overcome that initial handicap of I'm a cow that rotates on its face. I walk on my face. How you know, blah. You suspend disbelief with that and then you're off to the races because then you 15 minutes into the game you start becoming other things. And then about 30 minutes into the game, they teach you a couple other mechanics to the game, like how you can um how uh yeah no actually that's all they teach you and so then and they leave you alone pretty much and the the lessons by the way you can find them or not it seems like they don't appear um it seems like they have like you know procedural like kind of time based thing but if you don't pick one up you're not gonna really care at least I don't um, because eventually it'll be there again or a different way and there's no way to tell or know or whatever and so like now at minute 50 of the game you spent like last 20-30 minutes just becoming other stuff and realizing that this is the whole game so in rapid succession once you realize like how I can become other stuff I'll tell you exactly how it worked for me well We'll close this with the butterfly parable, which is an amazing story. Um, but there is no goal to the game. Now, the one thing, if you're like me, and, I, and God knows I am, the one thing that kind of comes close to a goal is that for everything... that Okay, so there are some things that you ha- that you know what they are when you look at them, when you mouse over them, or when you move your focus beam circle over them you'll know what they are because you've been them before and you've you know sung as them and gathered some more of them and you've had a herd or you've just been them for a while once 
you've been something for a while, you unlock its name. At the bottom of the screen, it'll say like, ah, you are cow, brown, animals, 0.5%. And that's it. So they're like, um, I can't, I always get genus, species, and phylum and all that shit confused. But like, there's like, you know, animal, mineral, vegetable, um, geometry. Oh, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, Because what's in the game? Is it a game? No, it's everything. Is there more? Much more. So the only like real quotient for like an objective, if you have to have an objective, and I kind of have to have an objective, even though the game is like adamant against presenting you with anything that is an overt objective, is there are like let me let me make sure I get this right because it feels like there there are many things in the game. Why? Because it's got everything. No, um. According to Everything Store page, there are thousands of playable characters. And yes, there are thousands of playable characters. I have been many, many different things. And I've only been playing the game for like, uh, for 96 minutes. So then you get good at becoming other things. So I went from brown cow to monkey. And I walked around as a monkey and I'm like, oh, this game kind of sucks. And then, you know, quickly started learning, oh, well, I can become this thing that's like smaller than me. Game first teaches you how to become things that are smaller than you, then things that are bigger than you. And then it like lets you go and you have this 20 minutes where you're like, okay, I've been... And it does tell you overtly, there is no right or wrong way to play the game. There are many different points of view in the universe. You are all of them and all of them see the universe in a different way. You should try seeing it from their way. And then fi- and when you find the way that is right for you, that's, you know, your way. Or if you change your mind, you find another way. And that is the genius of the of this non-game. Because everything has a unique dance, a unique animation or movement style, a unique song. I, I didn't say dance, because that's the best thing in the game. We'll get to that in a moment. A unique song um, and a unique uh, style of animation, style like earthworm. Like when you become an earthworm, you really slither and crawl. Um, and it's like a totally. It's, but that's not the the focus of the game. Is not ah yes, we've come up with a um a blended you know fucking animation <laughs> animation tree for every type of move cycle though know, for all these different creatures. But that is one of the coolest things in the game is that all these different creatures, like when you're in, when you become a beetle, beetles like kind of cantilever like from left to right, and they kind of bobble and they kind of chitter when they sing and stuff like that. They have a very distinct behavior, uh, type of movement and and uh, movement uh, feeling that gives everything character, and everything has visual character. So they have a sound character in the singing. They have a personality in the way in which they animate, which is frequently surprising. Now, which only makes the game deeper and deeper. And so, I went from, you know, uh, moo to a monkey, little monkey, like a like, hard to tell if it was a baby ape or a chimpanzee and this was a long time ago. Then I went to something else. I went to a dog for a while. And then I became an antelope, and then I became a horse. And I started moving down again. And I became a, 
can't remember what it was, but I was like, uh, I became a, like some sort of uh, fox or like wolf puppy or something, something, a very small dog, or maybe it was uh, uh, lemur or something like that. And then uh, I became, and this is my first, this is the first epiphany you have. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Well, what can I become? So then I became a blade of grass. And I'm like, oh, shit, I just accidentally became a blade of grass. This is going to suck. You know, what can grass do? So I hold down, like, you know, the make friends button. Oh, blades of grass have many friends. And blades of grass can move just like everything else. Everything can move. Just the same way everything can sing. Just the same way everything can, um, you know, listen to the thought bubbles of certain things that have a thought to share with you, which are just like Zen cones, kind of for the Twitter Twitter age. Not even going to talk about the Alan Watts aspect of the game, but that's I, I don't mean that in, in a diminutive sense, but some people will like the Alan Watts stuff, some people won't. Personally, I like the Alan Watts stuff, but it does interrupt the game, because they have these um, occasionally you'll find recordings of small portions, like normally about like 45 to you know, two minutes of uh, Alan Watts lectures on uh, you know, Eastern metaphysics, Zen, Buddhism, the human condition, what it means to be, which I'm, I'm kind of an Alan Watts fan, always have been, more or less, um, but it breaks up the game for me because I like to play everything with no music while I'm listening to audiobooks or the radio or whatever, and, like, all of a sudden, like, now they happen, like, you know, every 45 minutes you'll run into one of these audio recordings, and now this game that was very much in the background, audio-wise for you, is now suddenly very much in the foreground, and it's in the form of one guy talking, kind of like me right now, so, like, imagine this. Hello, and this point in the sequence, we discover that a myth is not something that is simply untrue. It is an idea of ourselves or of something. And this greater myth, and it goes on and on and on. And it's kind of, you know, either charmingly synchronistic to what you're doing or thought provoking if you, you know, applaud the. But it's really irritating if you're trying to listen to, say, Best Linux Games podcast while you play some everything, and then, oh, God, I gotta listen to this motherfucker again. I'm sure that maybe it's toggleable, and everything is not unfun to play without the sound, but you do lose some of everything when you take away something from everything, and you, you will get less than everything when you play everything with less than everything that everything has to offer. So, we will end our first impressions and the only reason why this game this happened in like 40 minutes for me and it blew my mind and I was like okay I have to play a lot more of this and I gotta talk about it on this week's episode of the podcast so eventually I became a butterfly and all of a sudden I'm at a different scale I'm no longer at dog cow animal size scale, I'm at a scale that's lower than that. 
Eventually, yeah, I became a butterfly. I, I worked my way up to being a butterfly after being uh, the grass. Then I became a stick. And I'm like, oh my god, I have a gang load of sticks. I, you know, I found other sticks. We formed a gang, a mighty gang of fearsome sticks. And sticks animated and have their own moves. Like everything, it's really cool. And it's fun to just see what things are going to animate like. And also to find out the names of things that you can be that are around you that you don't yet know the names because I want to get 100% completion and so like everything is like sorted into categories and it tells you your completion you can go and look I think someplace and see you know but it's it does not tell you a global percentage of all the things you can be that you've completed it, it does tell you the category and the percent of that category completed every time you find something new and to unlock the name of something new once you become it it's very simple. It's not like there's a fucking time challenge or anything like that. It doesn't seem like there are really straight up rules. If you want, you can sit there and just press the sing, 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 sing button like five times and it'll, or, you know, whatever, and walk maybe like a step and it'll go, oh, you are, yeah, you are a dandelion. Dandelion. And then at the bottom, it'll say flowers or plants or whatever. Dandelion, 1%. So here was the epiphany that I had with, oh, Okay, before I tell you the epiphany, I want to be clear. If you've ever played the game Katamari Damashi, which was a revolutionary game, it still is a revolutionary game. It's fucking unbelievably brilliant and a technical marvel and a masterwork, both of game design, gameplay, and of sheer fun, joy, hilarity, and like the official co-option of Ingrich as a cultural movement that was not an insulting thing to laugh at, but something to be embraced like your new friends, Victory! Um, an adventurer is you, Kingdom of Loathing, etc., etc. Katamari Daimashi, premise was, you start off as a little ball, you roll around, you pick up things that are smaller than you, as you pick up things that are smaller than you, you get bigger, you pick up bigger things. Basically. Sky full of stars, we broke it. That's one of my favorite lines of any video game ever, and possibly in my top five of all time uh, text to appear at the head of, a, of an intro of a video game. Sky full of stars. We broke it. <laughs> anyway, Katamari Daimashi, if you've never played it, go f- go figure out a way to play it. Um, you can rip it. Uh, go listen to our episode about uh, emulating uh, PlayStation uh, PlayStation games. Uh, I think Katamari Daimashi was for I wonder if it's in there. Anyway. Bottom line was, it was a cult hit, sleeper hit, actually. One of the first independent games made for a uh, next-generation console, or ever, that saw, ultimately saw widespread distribution and became a financial and cultural touchstone because it became a hit. And was a sleeper hit. It was the same year that uh, Snake Eater came out. Don't get me started on Snake Eater. Anyway. If you play Katamari Daimashi, you'll understand what, well, you won't understand what I mean when I say this, but when you see everything, if you played Katamari Daimashi, you'll understand what I mean by everything is the anti Katamari Daimashi. There is nothing to collect. There is no time limit. There is no persistent change. There, the visuals and the technical shit are spectacular. The game bristles it explodes in your face like a money shot um, because it's got everything so you, ah, you've become money shot or, and then from there you've become 
money shot face <laughs> you become anyway um Kanamari Aimishi had this very charming play mechanic but it was very time trial very intense and a great sense of urgency absolutely the exact opposite in everything but the exact opposite kind of underscores how they are the exact same thing in, in a lot of different ways <laughs> you know they're polar opposites so that brings me to complete my epiphanic moment with everything my first of many epiphan- epiphanic moments my butterfly I call it the butterfly parable so eventually I become like a stick I become a gangload of sticks and I'm like well fuck I'm a bunch of sticks and there didn't seem to be a lot of sticks eventually I became a huge herd of ants I gathered a lot of ants and then uh, I became I decided to become a gang of like tulips or something gang of flowers and I'm you know rolling around my little you know plant scale universe when you go to different scales everything either above or below like if you go down then everything above um, kind of starts moving in ultra slow motion and becomes out of focus but it's still there um, but you can't really see things in your everything is there but you can't really see it it's like all frosted and uh, out of focus because you've moved to a different scale so I'm tooling around and bam right there next to me is a bee it's the first flying thing that I had seen that I was close enough to that I was bigger than and so hell yeah I became a bee and bam I'm flying as a bee and it was really cool because you can see everything you know even though you're at the insect scale you're flying around as a bee and bees are fun to fly as and I learned how to fly a little bit and no sooner than that had happened I became a I found a butterfly and I became a butterfly and I got a butterfly friend and we're flying around where I'm being a butterfly that's you know, like if someone asked me and then what did you do on your summer vacation you know my essay would be and then I then I then I then I, then I became a butterfly and I had all these butterfly friends and that lasted for like I don't know however long and then the moment that changed everything occurred there was something that I couldn't quite see Oh no, it was actually, you know like when you take a, a, a dandel- the, the, um, dandelions before they become flowers, they have they're like little puff balls of pollen things, and you can pick one up and, and blow on it, and they and those little, the individual seed pollen things from the dandelion spread out on the wind and make like a magical little effect, and you can watch them like uh, blowing bubbles kind of, but they all float in slow motion on the breeze, that's what they're designed to do, because that's how they propagate or whatever, before if they can't become a flower, that's, that's that's a fucking great way to survive as a species by the way, if I'm not gonna be a flower, if I get pulled up, well then hopefully I'll explode into lots more me's and my genetic material will hopefully at least one of the hundred of me's will catch a favorable breeze or get caught on something and eventually find a favorable breeze and then maybe it'll find you know a better chance after it becomes after it restores me to my puffball dandelion thing I can't remember what they're called anyway so I saw one of those things floating near me like there's you know like three of them three of those little dandelion seeds with the little white 
I don't know what they're called. I hate plants. I hate nature. I hate everything, actually. But not the game. I love everything. But you, wait, wait, how can you love everything and hate everything? Well, I mean, you know, I hate everything in the real life, but, you know, I, I love everything, you know, the game. But everything in real life is in the game, everything. Yeah, it is, but, you know, there's a lot that they don't, but just they couldn't have left out every anything from everything, and they didn't because it's not a game. No, it's everything. So I zoom in on this little thing, and I, and I realize it's got the three question marks underneath. I haven't been this thing. I don't know what this thing is. And so I'm like, yeah, hell yeah! I jump into this thing because I think I'm going to be a dandelion seed or whatever the fuck they're called. I go to the micro world. At which point, the butterfly that I had been is still there. It is actually below me. But it's right where I was when I was the butterfly. What? Ooh. Was it me having the dream of being the butterfly or was it the butterfly having the dream of being me? But anyway, so now I am... I, and I didn't know that this could happen. I am actually a microscopic thing and I can't see the butterfly. I figured out to look for the butterfly, but I'm like, holy shit, there's this whole other universe that I can't see as the butterfly. This micro-scale universe. And I gather up a bunch of me's, not knowing what I am. I'm like this little ball. And everything sounds like we're underwater. And when I sing is this little ball. And I, so I get a gang of them and that's when my mind was blown. Because I didn't understand that I had shifted to a micro, to the micro universe. I just be, I thought I was just becoming this, this thing. Gather up gang and you are lupine pollen. Holy shit. Every, I, w- I was a cow. I'm, po- I'm, I'm a microscopic piece of particulate so like I start looking around and I become like two other things like really fast like a hair I became a hair all this stuff is floating I'm like holy shit I'm like in Honey I Shrunk the Kids but like on the micro level I'm like wait where's the butterfly and then I look down and there's the butterfly that I just was and it is huge and it's like moving in like nano slow motion time it's like one nanosecond if it change if, if, if it moves at all it, it appears to but it's exactly where it was in relation to the first thing I be and it is huge and it is below me and I got fucking chills man I got chills. Tears came to my eye. Like, holy shit! (laughs) I'm probably not doing the game justice. It wasn't until about 30 minutes later in a separate um, play session that I learned the greatest feature, my my current favorite feature in, um, in everything, which is dancing. This week's episode in the, in the in the show blurb, I'll link you to. We have a 
We have a video of the week this week. It's a video I made for my friend Captain Ford showing dancing. But I discovered dancing only once I became a, a convex stellated polyhedron and gathered up a gang of us. And that was long, long after I became Green Continent. And that was long, long after I became Rock, Boulder, Tree. Way after I... Convex stellated polyhedron was long after I had become Green Planet. Or Sand Planet with rings. Or Sun. Up and up and up and up and up or down and down and down and down and down. Everything is fun to be. Go be everything. So there we go. That's that's check out the video of the dancing. Which I could watch all day, depending on the creature. Some creatures do it better than others. And user intervention is kind of required to build up a very satisfying number of creatures to make them dance, but I highly recommend everything. Well, yeah, no, but can you give me a specific game that I should probably, like, go play, or is there something, like, really good? Oh, everything, man. Everything. Without a doubt, everything. You probably want to play, like, the hottest thing right now. Man, things have changed so much over the last, you know, couple years, right? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, what should I should I get with... Oh, everything! Oh, can't go wrong with everything. Everything is $14.99. Um, it's not on sale. Uh, it's it's great. And it runs fantastically on Linux. And uh, everything is very fun to become. And if I were capable of being relaxed by anything or ever relaxing, I would say that everything is a relaxing game, but that is like a, a slur to me. Like, when someone says, this is a very relaxing, non-stressful meditative game that we have made to make you see leaves and walk places and no objectives, no stress, because you are so fucking boring and so fragile that your life you can't even be entertained with something that requires a goal oh we're gonna remove all the roadblocks to just being like ah well I could sit on the couch and jerk off for the next 15 hours (laughs) or I could play you know this banal idiotic and you know there are some games that are like quote unquote have gone for the relaxing thing that are actually moody, atmospheric, or very, um, very, I'm not against open ended or, you know, uh, alternative structures for play, ex- gameplay experiences, but I do need some kind of goal. I mean, it's like, you know, blah. And, You'll find your own goal in everything. If you hate everything after an hour, then return it. But I can promise you that that hour that you spend with everything, you know, it's going to be quality time. And if you like it, it'll suck you in. Oh, and it's it's a beautiful game. I mean, like, it's also very... Uh, when, you, when you stop playing it, you feel as if you touch something at once profound and like you've been meditating. 
Like really that you've been meditating. Your brain feels minty clean. These are effects that no other game or even meditation has ever had on me. Because I am incapable of disengagement. So, everything. It's not on sale. So far, it came out April 21st, 2017. So far, the reviews have been very positive. 499 reviews. Not on sale, $14.99. I heartily recommend... So yeah, what's the name of the game that I should get? The big new game? Everything, man. Everything. Make me one with everything. So he makes him as one with everything. $100 bill. And then put him on a hot dog. Like some change. Change comes from within. Alright, Ivor. I guess we'll be doing deals sans music, even though that was supposed to be our major feature this week. We'll just run through them. Blah. First off in our deals uh, is a game called Neon Struct. N-E-O-N space S-T-R-U-C-T. Which is a game that I want to get because it looked interesting, but it looked a little too expensive for me. It's like a first-person cyberpunk kind of German thing. Um, and it's an older game, but it never goes on sale. Right now, Neon Struct, which carries with it a German um, subtitle. It's like, Der Auswagen on something like that. Because, you know, I know German. Skooky knows German, man. Skooky, Skooky knows everything. <laughs> Neon Struct. Finally, I have a chance to buy it. Uh, now through May 14th is 80% off at $3.59. So if you've seen it before, if that jars your memory, and you've been just waiting for it to finally go on fucking sale, by the way, keep your eyes peeled, because I can feel the Steam Summer Sale might might be around the corner. I have nothing to base that on, other than the tingle of impending 130 degrees that I feel on the tiny hairs of my testicles, because I feel them, because I've been everything. So that's Neon Struct. Next up, a game that I do not play and did not like, but not in a ter- not in a critical sense. I just didn't like it. I saw the critical aspects of it that were great and could totally understand someone spending 500 hours in it. It's an older game as well, but a great one. One that many, many people like. Eldritch. E-L-D-R-I-T-H-C. A procedurally generated voxel-based roguelike dungeon crawler. First person, though, with spells, sorceries, sorceries? Ah, sorceries. Sorcery, um, and Lovecraftian bullshit. Uh, and a charming voxel style. Um, let's see. I think it's a, I think it's a roguelike. First person action game inspired by roguelikes, immersive sims, and HP Lovecraft. Unearth ancient secrets and find your way to freedom. Sneak, fight, and explore strange worlds. Invoke. Yes, Eldritch, if you're wondering if you've ever heard of Eldritch, when they launched in 2013, they came out with a great video. Things that you can do in Eldritch or something. I think that that was Eldritch. Anyway, traps, dungeons, spikes, never the same game twice. Get better at figuring out what the fuck. Super cool. Minecraft with guns and magic. Procedurally generated. Rarely goes on sale. Well, guess what, kids? Eldritch is now E-L-D-R-I-T-C-H like the um, Lovecraft demon people. 90% off. 90% off at $1.49 now through May 14th. Up next. Oh, yeah. Only like 
the our game of the year for was it last year? I think it was last year. Duskers, which I am still the greatest living player. Step to death row, just fucking hit me up on Twitter at Vegas Rider. I will humiliate you. We'll go toe to toe. Duskers, anybody out there? Duskers, D U S K E R S, which I feel bad recommending while it's on sale because you should eagerly pay fucking Tim McKeenan or, or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, totally full price. Duskers right now through May 15th is 40% off, $11.99. Our Best Linux Games podcast game of the year for last year and easily in the top somewhere in the top 50 games that I've ever played. One of the most unique games you'll ever play. $11.99. Duskers. Duskers. I don't care what type of game you like. If you like games at all, go buy Duskers, spend an hour with it and then you can, you know, hit me up on Twitter to thank me if you really want to know what shame and humiliation tastes like challenge me for the t- for the world champion of Duskers title tell your friends I'll school them too I'll, I will, I'm not kidding it's, it's, it's not a fake claim that I am the world's greatest Duskers player who's ever walked the face of the earth and I will own you and the title is up. It's open challenge. Always. Hit me up on Twitter. We'll make it happen. Speaking of great games, another game that very rarely goes on sale. One of the biggest games that I got most excited about when it when it was released for Linux during the history of this podcast. Geometry Wars 3. That's This is the Geometry Wars uh, game that takes the, the classic gameplay elements and brilliant, brilliant, brilliant action, open-ended action uh, of uh, Jump Tree Wars 2 Retro Evolved into the third dimension. Purists like myself will always maintain that Jump Tree Wars 2 Retro Evolved is still superior to Jump Tree Wars 3, but Jump Tree Wars 3, hell of a game, one of the best games that came out that year, one of the best games that's come out for Linux, since we've been doing the podcast almost three years now, Geometry Wars 3, Geo War, Geometry as in square, circle, mm. as in everything, as in convex, stellated polyhedron, Geometry Wars, the, Geometry Wars 3, yeah, there we go, now through May 15th, is 50% off, very rarely goes on sale, jump on it with both feet, beautiful game, Full 3D, lots of gameplay, lots of game time you will get out of it, lots of satisfaction, lots of challenge, and lots of frenetic action likes of which you've never played if you haven't ever played a Geometry Wars game. $7.49, it's a steal. Even better if you want a really good looking game to show off to your friends or whatever. Oh yeah, Linux, fuck you. We've all been there. They go, yeah, well, check out this motherfucker. And you got Geometry Wars 60 fucking frames a second and everything is exploding the amount of geometry involved in the rendering of a single second of Geometry Wars. Fike sees the entire computational power of this space program of the last 20 years. Both the USSR and Americans. Um, so suck it, bitches. 
uh, feel those cores. Um, next in our deals, a game that I fucking love. Ivor, we're gonna take a minute to make Ivor play this for us, <laughs> which is a thing that I try not to ever put on the show. But Ivor, just fucking run it. It's not from Super Win the Game. <laughs> Super Win the Game. Right now, seventy five percent off. May fourteenth, a dollar and ninety nine cents. Every game from the Nintendo era that you've ever played mashed into this beautiful, magnificent love letter. Ivor, I need to hear it, Ivor. Ivor, you bastard. I'll do it myself. I need to hear it. No. No. Yes! Yes! If you know what game this is from, and you've not played Super Win the Game, the sequel to you have to, you must win the game. You have to, you have to beat the game. <laughs> Whatever. You have to win the game. Super Win the Game. $1.99. You want to talk about a fucking love letter that is great to play and will just... If, if you have fond memories of that era, then, you, you know, it's going to be great. If you've never played a side-scrolling platformer in the two-dimensional 8-bit era, want to know what it's about and what... Oh, Kid Icarus, by the way, that's what we're listening to. Angel Anstel. <laughs> oh, man. I think the Nintendo had what? Three polyphony, possibly? Fucking master. Anyway, we'll get pulled. <laughs> Although we played the whole thing. Anyway, the point is super win the game. 75% off, $1.99 now through May 14th. And then finally, a game that I, I, I have owned for a long time and have really never played myself, but have spent hours and hours watching Chris Fisher, formerly of the Linux Action Show, but uh, Chris Fisher of the Jupiter Broadcasting Network, played during the uh, warm-up periods for, for all sorts of shows for years and years and years. One of his favorite games, Race the Sun, procedurally generated um, It's not offensive. I find Infinite Runners offensive. This is not an Infinite Runner even though it has, it's kind of an inferior, they have gameplay elements that elevate it far beyond the uh, trench of trash of the uh, Endless Runner or whatever the fuck. Race the Sun, 50% off, $4.99 now through May 15th. And with that, we're just gonna, uh, yeah, fuck you, Ivor. Fuck you. You were really big help. Big help today. Let's have a round of applause for Ivor Molina. <laughs> Play it with your mom and your granddad. Mm. If you need to hear the names or discounts of any of the games that were featured in our deal section, fucking, it's called the Internet User Rewind Button. I'm not going to repeat it. Not going to recap it. No, I'm Donald Trump. I'm I. I'm so glad that Jackson was there to fight the Civil War. 
we're not going to talk about any of that. Because we don't have another five hours and I won't stop. We're not going to forget that I mentioned any of that. We're going to end on a happy, happy joy, joy. Um, <laughs> check out everything. Um, and we'll be back with you, uh, uh, you know, later this, this weekend with our, with a, a column. And check out, uh, if you want to see the dancing and everything. What dancing? It's in everything. Oh, well, oh, I guess I could see that everything is like dancing. I'm like, yeah, you got it. But like, what do you mean when you say it? I mean that there's dancing in everything. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> Play it with your mom or your granddad. Play everything with your mom. <laughs> 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 anyway um, check out the, the blurb for this episode of the show either on uh, you know your iTunes or whatever there'll be a link to a video that I made for Captain Ford of the dancing and uh, yeah I will I will. Uh, that's it I will take the gun and shoot the corporal yes, it's where I break you in half <laughs> yeah. cheers everyone later the internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. What are you doing? Why hey, I think this is porn. Porn, porn, porn. A good idea. Tracky. Oh, hello, kid monster. You are ruining my song. Oh, me sorry. Me no mean to. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please, being quiet for a minute so I can finish. Okie dokie. Good. I'm glad we have this new technology. Poor porn. Don't keep fucking saying that to me! Poor porn. Oh, sorry. From your own desktop. For. You can research, browse, and shop. Until you've had enough and you're ready to stop. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. Trendy. A good idea. Hugging me, horn to porn, porn, porn. That's gross. That is a fact. Pervert. I like you. I'll get you a drink. Oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh. What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. Good evening, pricks. <laughs> internet is horrible. Sorry, Kate. The internet is for porn. I masturbate. All these guys unzip their flies for porn. Porn. The internet is not for porn. Flames. 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 On the side of my face. The internet is for porn. A good idea. Internet is for porn. I hate porn. Grab your dick and double click for porn. 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 I hate net. And wipe your hands. If I see a smudge, I will have you destroyed. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. 
The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.